The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. Mm. Perversions of science. <laughs> From the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> LIW. from the Crypt. Review. Now it's LIW Anthology Series Review. Ah, ha, ha. Does it sound as terrifying? No. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW Anthology Series Review. This is episode 35, talking about Tales from the Crypt Keeper 304 and Popular Mechanics. Went back to the bingo board because I wanted to apologize for last week. Our Hammer House of Horror episode was just awful. We had nothing to say. We had no energy, and I felt bad after. And I was like, I don't get disappointed with a podcast that often. Sometimes I'm like, I wish we would have talked about this more. I wish I wasn't as drunk, or I wish I was blah, blah, blah. But I didn't go. For the first, this is the first time where I went, that was awful. That was even, like, I let silence go on because I, it was the only thing amusing me was how awkward the silence was. And that's not a good spot to come from. So I decided today to, to just watch this. It's called New Tales from the Crypt Keeper. I've done it several times. On the bingo hopper, there's seven, or bingo board, there's 75, move, 75 episodes of Tales from the Crypt. All the different series and movies and blah, blah, blah. And 20 of them were for the cartoon, which is just way too fucking many considering there's only 39 episodes. Which means after this bingo thing, I don't know if there's any left on the side that I fill it with. So I think this might be it. But now there's 19 left. Whew. On the board. I can't wait to get through with it. But anyway. This is the apology episode. This is going to be real quick. It's not going to be a long one. It's just me. I'm Phoenix West. I don't know if I said that. Fuck it. Moving on. Today's episode was Unpopular Mechanics. It starred a, uh, a little asshole. He's like Sid from Toy Story. And he tortures electronic devices, I guess you would say. And he's making something in his basement. His dad's lawnmower breaks. We saw that the neighbor, or I think it was the neighbor's uh, AC unit went out. And we see this little psychopath in the basement with a with a blowtorch or you know something like that, and he's he's welding something, and it just looked like a little little vacuum that you clean your couch with. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. And all of a sudden, a vacuum cleaner and a teddy bear with like a claw arm and a fork for a leg and a little red eye, like a robot, comes out, and they're joined by an RC car with a with a drill on top, and the drill's all bent. And they're all coming out, sneaking after him. And he turns around, he's like, "Oh, I caught you!" And he shoots him with like a water pistol and like like oil or grease or whatever that was, and they all fall down and they break and blah, blah, blah. And then he reveals that he's making a remote. And the whole episode after this is just about the remote for the most part. And the remote makes electronics turn on themselves. It makes them kill themselves. This kid's a fucking psychopath. And he, he, he takes it to the science fair. After his, his cunt mom yells at him about ruining the electronics and ruining her vacuum, he takes the remote, goes, and apparently this is all before school, because then he goes to school, and he, he's, he's in this guy's class, and it's like a weird science thing. They don't ever announce what it was or what they're doing, but the science the teacher has a, a robot of his own, like a little computer that can roll around, has arms, has wheels for legs, and can move around and talks. It looks like the, I forget the character's name from uh, Fallout New Vegas, the, the howdy partner, that, that one, that you can either befriend or turn against to take over Vegas. That guy, it looks like that, and, and he's like, your experiment is not good enough. His name's Edison in this, and the kid gets mad after, oh, this is after he made his, 
competition, he made their their uh, stuff like a card folding one, one that, a machine that made a house of cards for a kid. And he made that turn against itself and break, and he made someone else's someone else's thing break. And then the little little dipshit decides this is good enough. It's the best thing I ever did, and he leaves after making a blender kill itself. And then him and his friend Iggy are walking around, and then they see this guy's robot, and he's like, I want to do this, and he makes the robot go fucking crazy and break down. And then he just goes home. And then in the house, it's just, he's sleeping. And his mom gets a phone call and she has to flee with her dad. I don't know, I think he, in the commentary episode, you can only listen to on Patreon. I surmise that he, his dad got the, his secretary pregnant again for the third time. Third secretary. And then they go get an abortion, let her stay over for that night. But after that, she leaves and usually kills herself in an underpass. And then she just dies there. And that's, and that's, that's the last time we saw that secretary. I don't remember her name. Doesn't even matter anymore. But that was the only thing I had to, to entertain myself with, was creating horrible backstories for characters that they don't really show that much. And then it's just, uh, the rest of the episode is the all these mechanical objects chase him around and, and threaten to kill him. And they're like, they record his voice saying something on the answering machine. And that comes into play later. But it's just the episode, uh, A Thing About Machines from The Twilight Zone. And that's not a good episode, but it's still way better than this. And at least that had the hilarity of an electric razor chasing the guy down the, the stairs. And getting hit by a car and dying in the pool. That was that was at least fun. It was bad, but it was fun. This had nothing fun in it. All the characters are draining. Their voices are draining. The sound effects were way too many. The, the music is awful. Just just awful music. This is, it looks like the cheapest show ever. It looks like one of those like knockoff cartoons that they make overseas, like in weird parts of Europe. And they try to like copy real movies, but they're, they're just the animation isn't there. It's just their mouse moving. And he would turn around when he saw them alive, and he's like, he turns around, and he's just looking at him, and <gasps> like 10 seconds later, he's like, oh my god. And I'm like, well, you should have seen that right off the bat. But the, it's just like his his blender, apparently he has a, a plethora of blenders, this kid. But it's like the blender, the toaster, and all this shit in the kitchen, just following him around. So much so that they unplug themselves and still chase him around. I don't know how this works. It's called unpopular mechanics. So why why when they unplug themselves, can, unplug themselves, can they still chase him around is beyond me. And why? who has, I've never seen this before. He has a, uh, a tea kettle on the stove, on the electric stove, and he plugs the tea kettle in to the wall outlet. And I'm like, isn't that the point of having it on the stove? Is that the stove heats it up? Who, who fucking, I've never seen a plug-in tea kettle. And if so, you don't put it on the stove. It seems like it would heat it up on its own. That's the point of plugging it in outside of the stove. What? Who does both? That's, that's overkill. I, I don't understand that device at all. It seems like it would just melt the... The cord, if you put it in the stuff, what, what the fuck ever. I don't know. That, that baffled me. It blew my fucking mind. But then he just gets chased to the basement. They knock his ass down the stairs, which I thought was going to kill him, but apparently it didn't. And then uh, they're about to throw him in the furnace, and he's like, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. And then they let him go. And that's it. And the reason they recorded his voice is because the alarm goes off, because one of the things, the CD player throws CDs at him so hard that it goes into the wall, like, like uh, Hellraiser 3. And then he runs, like, then he goes downstairs. But in the next day, or the next morning, because it, it, it ch- apparently they chased him all fucking night long. He, he's like, I'm sorry. And then he looks up and the sun's there and his mom gets home. And uh, he, he, the ne- later they show him and he's fixing all the equipment. He's fixing Edison that he broke. And uh, he's like, I'm done. I'm no longer Randall the Vandal. I, I'm Handy Randy. He doesn't say that, but he should have. I'm going to be helpful from now on. And then the, the little dipshit friend goes, ah, you used to be fine, blah, blah, blah. Who cares what he says? And he finds the remote out in the trash. And apparently Randall the Vandal taped his remote back together 
Because the toys broke it in half, so you think they're going to rip Randy in half. But they don't, because he apologized. The remote couldn't apologize. It's not really fair. But then uh, Crypt Keeper's like, ah, he's got it now. He's, he's in for a fix of his own, and he looks like a pedophile. He looks like a Matthew McConaughey in... Uh, oh, wow. What's, what's the... Oh, my God, why can't I think of the name of it? You know the movie I'm talking about. I keep, I keep aging these things the same age. That, that role. He looks like he's got... He's in the front seat of the car, front seat of his car, without a seatbelt. He looks like he has a mullet on. He looks like a trucker in this. He looks disgusting. He looks like he's going to molest some kids. He's got a big tool, like a big wrench on top of his car. It's not fun. This wasn't a fun experience for me. And this is my apology episode, and I'm still I'm mad. So I, me being mad should be apology enough for you. I'm, I'm sorry about episode 33. I'm so sorry. It, it sucked. It fucking sucked. I know it. It fucking sucked. And this is how I apologize. But and I'm not even nine minutes into this thing, and I'm already done. There's no more plot to talk about. This this cartoon is a fucking waste. It seems like the first couple seasons had plots, and then this is just just watching a kid get chased around, and it's draining. the The sounds and the, and the voice acting is just draining, and it it just it weighs heavy on you. And I I make three category buckets when I when I do these. I, I have top tier, bottom tier, or top tier, middle tier, bottom tier. This one went right in the bottom tier. This was garbage. I don't want to watch this again. It was not fun. I, I literally walked away from the computer at one point. And uh, I shouldn't have come back. I should not have come back at all. But I had to. Anyway, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. This is just me uh, making up for episode 33 of this show. Because that episode was uh, shitty. It was shitty. Let's just, let's just say it. I don't, I don't remember what we talked about. I don't want to listen to it again. Because I, I, I don't know if I can. Because when you awkward silence is not fun listening back to. It's fun in the moment for me, but listening back to it's not it's not entertaining. So yeah, unfortunately, I have a lot of episodes of this cartoon to get through. Um, I don't know if I would have been better off. I would have picked an actual Tales of the Crypt episode, knowing how those go. The Bingo Hopper is fucking evil. I did a seance on it, seance on it the other day, or you know, I tried to I did an exorcism rather, and I tried to get rid of the evil spirits, and it didn't work clearly because I got this shit, and. uh at least I can check this off the fucking box. Check this off the board. I'm going to throw this away right now on mic. Unpopular Mechanics is now in the trash. Because fuck it. Alright. LIWstudios.com. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Loitering in Wonderland. At, at uh, Loitering Wonderland on Twitter. At, uh, um, so I'm, I'm trying to think of like seven different Twitter accounts I have. At LIW Anthology Pod for this show. At LIW, the TZ Review for the Twilight Zone show we do. Um, the, the Anthology Pond one also doubles for John Frankenheimer Review, which we do. So we do shows every Wednesday. We do two Twilight Zones on Wednesday. or two, Sorry, two on Tuesday for Twilight Zone. Two on Wednesday. One is this show, Anthology. And the other is John Carpenter Review. I don't know how, how much longer we're going to do that for. It's just kind of a thing we're doing right now. And um, schedules change and shit. But those are on YouTube. Lloyd Turing and Wonderland on YouTube. We do that every week. So four shows a week. Go check those out. They're a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. If you have any suggestions for an, an episode of, a, of an anthology show you want to hear us talk about, send it to us. We'll do it. Because right now we're in a shuffle process. And we just kind of pick random ones. And, and we are not having success with that. But yeah. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. Fucking Crypt Keeper. <laughs>